Hey everybody, it's Stuart Thompson. I wanted to direct you to some things that I would like you to listen to in addition to this great podcast. I have a fantastic album out called Dandy Man that I made with Radland Records. It is my first comedy album and I'd love for you to listen to it. It's available wherever you download your comedy. Pandora, Apple, Spotify, Tidal, you name it, it's there. I'd also like you to listen to Luke on Bill Burr Presents The Ringers. It's available at those same places wherever you stream and download your comedy. Pandora, Amazon, Apple, you name it, you can find him there. He's got a great set on that collection of comedy. So listen to my album Dandy Man with Radland Records and Luke on Bill Burr Presents The Ringers. Thanks for listening to those things and thank you for listening to this episode. Welcome, everyone, Welcome. to the Late Night Podcast with Stuart and Luke. I'm Stuart Thompson. I'm not. That's Luke Schwartz. We have an excellent episode coming your way. Great conversation with the return of Dave Hellum. He's got a comedy special out pretty much everywhere you can download it. And he is a writer on Raven's Home mm-hmm. on the Disney Channel. Yeah, uh, a lot DJ, of big moments DJ the Chicago way. Kid is the name of the special. Yes, indeed. He's got a fun podcast as well called Jays and Grays, if you are into uh, Jays and might have a gray hair or two. Yes. Uh, so, yeah, it's a, that's a great episode. Check that out. Um, thanks for listening. Um, if you like this show, please do tell a friend. Um, we are word-of-mouth podcast spreading of mm-hmm. information only. So, like, we put it out on the airwaves and you tell... Uh, your friends yes. about it. One day we'll have a, a dozen listeners and it will be great. Yeah, we're shooting for shooting for 12, double digits. Mm-hmm. A baker's um, 11. <laughs> yes, uh, you can follow us at The L8 Night Show. The, the Late, Late Night, Night Show. Show. On Twitter and Instagram. Or you can follow me at Stuart B. Thompson on all the socials. Mm-hmm. Uh, my album is now available on Sirius XM Radio. It's Dandy Man. Uh, so Candy go Lad. That in the rotation. And please, <laughs> Candy Lad. Well, I I think that takes you to a uh, uh, a different some uh, weird... sort of a lemon party kind of thing. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, I, I feel like that's. Uh, but hey, the... you might be into that. Who knows? I feel like Candy Lad's a branch of QAnon. Uh, <laughs> that's anyway. Um, Candy so yeah, Gate. you can check. <laughs> yeah, you can check out Dandy Man on SiriusXM and wherever you download your albums. Mm-hmm. Um, Follow me Luke's on Twitter. Yep. Go check out Luke. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> Luke will not help you find him, but if you find him, you got him. Luke will not help, 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 help you. <laughs> right, exactly. Um, I uh, I was writing, I just moved to a new neighborhood. I live in uh, West Hollywood now. Ah, and I whoa. finally, whoa, as we say. Mm-hmm. Uh, or if you're very white, whoa. Uh, <laughs> I'm from West Hollywood. 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 <laughs> Hollywood. Mm-hmm. So I moved to this new neighborhood and I finally got settled enough to like go explore the neighborhood a little bit and went on a long bike ride through the west side, mm-hmm. rode past your old hood, mm-hmm. Luke, and... Um, That's not West Hollywood. That's nowhere near it. I, I said the west side. Yeah. Yeah. I I did I did you like got a twenty enough, mile bike ride. So you left. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> okay, but I don't. Yeah, so I but I rode a little around West Hollywood and I rode a little around the Greater West Side. And as I was making my way back, um, I found myself wet all of a sudden. Like I was a little sweaty, but I, Turned I got on, splashed. Huh? Oh, yeah, <laughs> yeah. My my pussy got real wet. And <laughs> okay. Um, really slipping out of that saddle. Yeah, that's uh, great. The, <laughs> no, I got, I got, I, I got splashed by something, and it hasn't been raining in LA, so I'm like, what did I get splashed with? And it was only on one side of my body, and then I, and then immediately this Mini Cooper pulls up in front of me, and there's an arm with a Fiji bottle, and they have just thrown water on me from the car on I purpose. Hope it was water. Um. I can't say for sure, but the car did speed away really quickly and like duck onto another street. Uh-huh. 
Uh, from so maybe it was we an were. accident and they were embarrassed by it. It was either an accident and they were super embarrassed, um, but I feel like I would have heard something like, oh shit, or something like that from the car. But um, or uh, but if it was on purpose, you would have heard like laughing and like, hey, that's what you get, you biker or whatever. Yeah, would I would have gotten called like some der- you know derogatory term mm-hmm. or something like that. But, Cyclist. Like, I think that's yeah. derogatory enough. <laughs> okay, fuck you. <laughs> yeah, fuck you, uh, pedal bitch. <laughs> pedal bitch, I think I would laugh at just the creativity of that. <laughs> you just did. Like, yeah, uh, like I would I would enjoy that in, in out in the world too. And um yeah, or just like like <laughs> fuck you future man <laughs> or whatever. But yeah, I got I got, you know, I got water thrown on me in this weird, like, you know, it was a, it was an, it would be look like if my hand was pointing mm-hmm. out the window holding a bottle of Fiji water. Mm-hmm. And it was like, this is some real white on white crime. Well, it's, and, it's uh, the ni- nice water to get d- doused with, at least. Yeah, well, I, I'm assuming it was water and I assume it wasn't, yeah. you know, refilled. I mean, but you're basically I, like a civil rights hero now, you know, yeah. like it's basically yeah. being sprayed with fire hose by <laughs> Governor George Wallace <laughs> in, yeah. in Mississippi back in the day. Yeah, exactly. It is uh, like for like. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's so stupid. Um, yeah, the uh, but yeah, I was part of me was hoping that they wouldn't have the sense to like duck onto another street. And I would just catch up to them at another red light. Mm-hmm. Um, Cause I, I have, what are you going to do? They're going to run over you. If they, if worse comes to worse. That's true. But I mean, people you're not do biking with scared. your gun anymore. Are you? That'd be great. If you had a no. shotgun slung around your back. I've thought about bringing like a, a couple projectiles that I can just throw. Cause I have, I usually wear like a little cycling Jersey that has mm-hmm. some pockets in the back. And I've thought about like arming myself with some small rocks just to, sure. <laughs> just to yeah. like, or something that, or even something that's like less hard, like <laughs> to just some ping pong balls to <laughs> throw at them. It's like, Hey, yeah, maybe, uh, yeah. I, I mean, I would get a paintball gun and just splatter some windows. <laughs> Yeah, that'd be that'd be pretty dope. Just like cycling, take my hands off the handlebars and just keep and just. <laughs> I feel yeah. like a. I think you still you only need one hand for one of those things. Yeah, I guess if it's like one of those pistol kinds, that'd be that'd be pretty dope. It's like this dude is armed. <laughs> yeah, that's the last time I that, got the one time cycling isn't terrible. I, I have no problem with bike bikers cyclists. Yikes. <laughs> That'd be cool. Maybe I should get a whole, you know, get a like a paintball pistol and like a, a little holster for thigh sure. Holster. Well, you yeah. could get you could get the the holsters that go over your shoulders. Oh yeah, yeah that'd be cool. Yeah, maybe I'll call Alex Phillips and see if I can borrow <laughs> his. <laughs> yeah, for those listening, Alex was a comedy store buddy, and he wore these gun holster. But they were just uh, kind of like two for little purses. But they weren't. Hol- they, it looked like holsters, but they weren't. They were like retro. They were not holsters actually. But they were just yeah, like they, yeah. They looked like it, but they were really it was just like, like a double strapped purse. purse. Yeah, they were like coin purses that just like laid on your pecs. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Yeah, but he was. So, he's so beautiful. He could get away with anything. Yeah, that's true. Real, he was real uh, bummer. He's the he's, he's, one, he's maybe the one of the most beautiful women I've ever met. <laughs> he's gorgeous shout out to alex phillips yeah uh anyway this is a we got a fun episode let's not waste any more time talking about my bullshit uh mm-hmm. let's talk to the very funny dave Heller. enjoy what the fuckers Welcome back. We're very excited to have someone who is returning to the program, someone we've had on our live show and the podcast before. He's so funny. It's Dave Hellum. It's so good to see you, man. Good to see you all, too, man. Thank you for having me back on the podcast. <laughs> it's been a minute, man. Uh, and it's, it seems like you've had a lot of uh, big life stuff happening. Your, um, your special's out that you recorded at the Rose Bowl, uh, and you're mm-hmm. writing on... Uh, you know, Ravens, Ravens home. home. This is this is you fantastic. Got engaged. I Are you got engaged. engaged too, man. I missed out on on more big stuff. This is that. That's the biggest thing. 
Yeah. Honestly, man, getting ready for this. That's wedding the right answer. Here. Yeah, man. No, literally, it, it is a lot of work. So, like, <laughs> well, marriage is work, David. You, you've been grinding for a while, and then you work your way up, just like in stand-up. <laughs> yeah, yeah you just engagement. got you just got passed at your <laughs> at your fiance. <laughs> that is hilarious. Yeah, she did pass me. So on, on her on, on her birthday. Um, she came back from visiting her parents in Florida. So me and some other comedians got together a plan to surprise her when she came out. Um, when she came down from the uh, the terminal. So mm-hmm. when she came outside, uh, I had some friends with signs. They were like, happy birthday. Uh, Dave really loves you. Please follow us. So she's kind of like, you know, what the fuck is going on right now? Like, so oh, you did a whole production. Mm-hmm. A whole production, man. So then we get outside and it says, happy birthday, Sharonda. But what Dave really wants to know, and then they flipped the card, is and I got down on one knee, and it was great. And hey. was like, hey, 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 hey. Yeah. So that, was, that, that was a cool day. Very cool, man. Nice. Congratulations. You all sound so not excited about that story. But, um, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, oh, it's, 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 David, it's the best thing I've ever heard. <laughs> it, 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 sounds very, it sounds very wholesome, <laughs> and, it, and it brings out that sort of like, that kind mm-hmm. of warmth uh, for me. And uh, I'm, I mean, I'm glad that you're you're with someone that you want to be with for, you know, from here on. That's that's fantastic, dude. Yeah, man. Uh, One BJ forever. <laughs> forever. Um, yeah, man. Mm-hmm. Now, uh, you know, all these you know ac- you know accomplishments and like big momentous um, events uh, aside, like how has your you know last year been as far as like you know just sort of getting through this pandemic because we've all gone through it differently Mm -hmm. i think for myself personally um the pandemic made me um more active you know like like i stopped smoking cigarettes uh nice me too yeah you know like and that was something that I don't know if I was ever going to be able to stop because I was just smoke for so long. And, you know, as comedians, we're always out drinking and, and smoking and stuff like Dave that. Dave and I were smoking and whiskey buddies a lot. Yeah, man. <laughs> yeah. That was just whiskey, you know? Yeah. And exactly. actually, even tequila. I realized that... Uh, I've gone tequila, too. What yeah. is... It's, it, it burns cleaner? I don't know. It's just it, there's it something makes, about it. Makes, it makes you feel better, man. The whiskey just makes you so sad. I don't know what it is about mm-hmm. the brown. I think but. it's just because we were drinking it for so long. Like, there if we go. had been drinking tequila for so long and then switched to whiskey, I think it would be the same thing. But Yeah, maybe it's just... Uh, it, it it's a nice pep in the you. step. I like the mezcal. I don't, I don't know if, if you rock with uh-huh. the mezcal, but yeah. that, smoke, that, that smoky tequila? Oh, my God. That's yeah. Cool. That's my jam right now. Mm-hmm. So, um, I've been just being more active, and I think you kind of have to be more active now because it's Groundhog Day, and every day is the same. So, unless you are yeah. really like being intentional about you know getting out and getting some sunshine, you're going to end up being really depressed. And yeah, you got to you got to get after it. Mm-hmm. You know, whatever whatever that whatever way you need to be active, you gotta you gotta seek it out yourself. There's no one who's, I think. I would just burn calories off of the fuel like I hadn't done enough career-wise. And I'd be like, I got to get up and do everything. And now I'm, uh, you know, it's I've definitely had to change my motivation. It's like, no, let me just do this for me because I like feeling better. I, I totally agree, man. And yeah. I think that once we come back to the world, I'm kind of not dreading it in some ways, but the same things that made me kind of cringe at times when you hang out at the comedy store and you're around all this comedic energy, which is sometimes cool, but sometimes it's not really cool. Sometimes it's very like dark and people are just kind of like sad as fuck. Like I've been away from that, you know, Mm -hmm. and I want to be able to see the people who I want to see at the comedy store and at these other comedy clubs. But it's a lot of people I, I don't really care to see. I don't miss the sad energy. I miss the I, I I I do miss the sad energy rather. I don't <laughs> I don't miss the thirsty energy. There we go. There we That's go. That's what it really is. Like the people who are like, well, what about this? And I go, what about this? Yeah. How about shut up? <laughs> <laughs> oh, that, that, isn't that the best one? Yeah, people just pitching you material as you just trying to do it. Uh, mm-hmm. Hang. Yeah. Isn't, right. That's, that's the fucking worst, man. So I don't yeah, miss that. 
Yeah, no, I, I definitely uh, don't. Yeah, I definitely don't miss all the. Uh, my girlfriend and I called them chuds, like the chuds that would be in the outer radius <laughs> of mm-hmm. comedy. Um, I do, I do miss finding like a little nook in whatever comedy venue I'm in and getting to have a nice uh, moment with like one, two, or three people that I see all the time and. Like that little Dave and I were always good friends, I think, because we would shit talk a lot and not (laughs) maliciously. (laughs) Like it would it would be people we liked too that we'd see on stage, we go, This motherfucker (laughs) You know, just doing that bit again. (laughs) Or like whatever, you know, but it was it was it was nice when Dave and I would connect on something like that. I missed that part. (laughs) Yeah, I mean you you're somebody who I like I could talk to in comedy, but also like I could talk to you outside and have a cocktail with you. And just talk about real shit. And some people just, that's just not going to happen, you know? So. Yeah. Wow. Uh, that's very nice. You know, I mean, it's real. We don't really have too many. I would go back to Chicago a lot because I was missing that energy a lot, you know, from like, you know, not having like friends out here. But then I, as I go back to Chicago now, I realize that that's not home anymore. So, like, I just went back last weekend for my special and we had like a. Celebration. I did a show in Chicago, and it felt great to be on stage. I was terrible. I was rusty. I did like two new jokes, and I was the host. I, I brought the comics up. I'm like, I don't have anything new to tell you <laughs> yeah. all. I'm not. I'm not. I don't have to be funny tonight. This is yeah. my fucking night. Like, let me yeah. let me just get drunk and we have a good time. And it was amazing. Mm-hmm. Good. But people people kept one dude was like, "Man, you're a fucking legend." I'm like, "No, I'm not. Like, I'm somebody who." Yeah, work. you just released one special. Just, like it's, it's nice, special, right? It's cool. Yeah. But yeah. Yeah. The, the the bar is so low at times in terms of what people give you praises for in your hometown, which is why I don't like going back there because, mm. you know, people make you feel like you've won the race. I'm like, motherfucker, we just got started. Right. Yeah. Like, the, your your goalposts are different because you've you may have hit some goals that you had before you moved out here. Uh, or even that came up while you were out here, but now you've hit you. You every, every time we reach that new plateau, we see oh, there's there's a bigger hill to climb. That's yeah, another rung on the ladder, dog. And I mean, yeah. I think that's what that's why comics are so sad. I think because we're never satisfied. It's like you get something, and then you're like, all right, well that wore off. I, yeah, I it is know. fun though to go to a, like a B scene or and like just crush and be the big dog for a little bit but i don't it know is, if i would want to live there it is there. fun it is fun yeah not, not, not gonna lie yeah not, not <laughs> yeah lie. i mean I, st- <laughs> I started in new york and then i moved home to la after like three uh, three years and change so i've never had that like small t- like not even that chicago's a small town it's like a big comedy town yeah it's but i've never had that kind of feeling of a small town you have know, either of you all ever got to perform in Chicago at any of the clubs out there? No. I have gotten to perform uh, one time at Zany's. Zany, okay. And then I did like one or two other sets in town, but they were just like... Independent shows? Yeah, independent shows. I, there was one that was... Um, I'm trying to remember the name of it. It was like uh, like Chicago Underground or something like that that yeah, my, yeah. At, at, my at friend beat, got to do. At, at the Beat Kitchen. It's like... Yeah. This, um, this big ass room, and yeah. or, or, it might, or it might have been upstairs. I mean, it depends on which room you you were doing it in. But it's Chicago underground uh, comedy. They call it Chuck. Yeah. Um, mm. So Tuesday nights. Yeah. I hear the comedy in Chicago is different than New York because New York has like a thin, sharp kind of style, and the, and Chicago has like a lot of tomato sauce, and you gotta eat it with a spoon or something. I, I yeah. knew you. Were, I knew you were going there. <laughs> I knew you were about to say that shit, man. <laughs> I think uh, the the scene back home, man, it was such an independent, strong scene. That's the difference that I see out here is that there is an independent L.A. scene, but I, I find that most of us are trying to to work the, the, the clubs, you know, which is similar to Chicago now, but um, there were just nights, every night of the week where there was a showcase that was like, this is a really good show every every week and maybe i just yeah. don't know about those la shows i think because there's so many of them yeah i think you know? the alt scene is really thriving but it is a really different feel at a club versus an independent show whereas in other cities like you get the same kind of clubby feel or alt feel at a club or club feel at like an alt show or not an alt show but an independent show i got you 
Yeah, and I mean, there's also... I'm really smart. (laughs) (laughs) And there's also, like, uh, you know, there's different clubs depending on, like, what neighborhood of a, you know, a big city like Chicago, LA, or New York, or even San Francisco, Bay Area, that you can come up in. Like, you know, in the Bay Area, there were people, you know, the clubs that people could come up were at were either, like, the the punchline in Cobbs, or there were some Sacramento people that would come down, or the people that went to the East Bay to like Tommy T's, and you know the San Jose people, and each of those second worst set of my life at Tommy T's I've ever had in my life. Still <laughs> think about it, and I sweat. Where's that in the Bay Area? Yeah, it's in a town called Pleasanton, which is a little east uh, of uh, Oakland and the East Bay. It's and- crazy how like going. 20 minutes outside like well 20 minutes outside of Oakland or whatever by BART is feels like the middle of the country. Yeah. <laughs> it's still, you, it's still on the train system, but it's like st- it's Are you still in the bay right now? I like to call it the the deep valley. <laughs> like I'm <laughs> But yeah, I'm in Oakland right now. Yeah. All right. Uh I dig it though. And it's kind of cool being there like how do, how do you enjoy like the bay area compared to I haven't been able to really experience it because of this whole pandemic, which I personally, I'm sick of it, okay? I'll go, I'll say yeah. it. I'm over it. Luke's the only one to say it, you know? Yeah, I'm brave. Um, I, I, you know, it's fine. It's not, it's not LA, but it, it's like, it's, it's good living. Yeah. Uh, and it's the cooler, shows, right? There's, there's a bunch of shows. It's, it's much colder. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. It's, um. And it, it's my home, and so like I, I have an I have an appreciation for it, and I'm glad Luke gets to experience a little San bit. San Francisco of it. as a city, not great. Oakland yeah. and Berkeley, pretty cool. Yeah, yeah. San Francisco has become kind of like this emerald city that's kind of untouchable just because of all the the tech. Uh, Did you know money. that San Francisco has a square, a uh, square mileage of forty nine square miles? Did you know that? Seven by seven. Yeah. Yeah, it's like it, it's Damn. very small. Yeah, we took yeah, our eighth graders there for a field trip when I taught in Atlanta, and I remember we we walked our students. Uh, it was for the eighth grade graduation trip, and okay. I remember walking walking across the Golden Gate Bridge with my kids, and I was like, <laughs> "I'm not the only one crying." I'm like, "This is this is all." They're like, this, "I'm like, this is so awesome," and they're like, "We don't give a fuck." Okay, like, yeah, I mean that stop, makes sense. That gives you a perspective. Stop crying, yeah. you bitch. <laughs> I was so happy for them. I was like, oh, we're in Oakland, we're in San Francisco, yeah. and we came from Atlanta, and you all are just about to graduate. And they were like, yeah. shut the fuck up, Helen. M- Mr. <laughs> bitch ass, why are you crying? <laughs> that, that was my life, though, every day. Yeah, I mean, like, you, you, t- you talk What is wrong all- with kids these days, you know? <laughs> Pull up your pants, stop cursing so much. And- <laughs> you, you, taught for, you taught for a long time, Dave. 12 years. 12 years man was it yeah. all like middle school kids no middle and then high school and then uh i stayed in high school so i started in 09 i'm sorry i started teaching in 04 oh, wow. and um after what college, subject i was like a teacher's assistant so i'm teaching like everything like i wasn't okay. really like a, a full teacher yet i was kind of like cause i didn't go to school to be a teacher i went to school to be a math major so i have a math degree Right, just a and degree in math, math in, in mathematics, general. which is nothing, <laughs> which is fucking. It's all this hard ass shit that you will never ever ever use. Ever. I was like, when am I gonna, when am I going to use cryptography? Exactly, dog. Exactly. Were so like, I, I, I went through all this stress for nothing. Mm. Got a fucking yeah, degree. So anyway, um, I I finally got a chance to be a real teacher in 2007, and the kids whooped my ass. Every day, like, like we would have powwows, and I'd be like, "Would you all just stop being so fucking bad?" I would stop. I would, I would stop teaching, and we, and we would turn the lights off, and that's when they knew I was a bitch, right? And I, it's hard God. to be soft and be a teacher because kids know all the jugular. It's like baby snakes are much more dangerous than grown-up snakes because they don't know how much venom to use. Yeah, exactly. That's a very interesting scenario. But yeah, I got you. <laughs> I got you. Yeah, but, I uh, I work with kids like one on one, and I I really admire your ability to work with like a whole classroom full of students because I feel like when I work with them one on one, they're pretty decent. But if I were to work with all of them at once, 
even these nice kids would um, just Impossible. pummel me. I agree. But you also got to know, like, what is you're, you're good at. This is the yeah. first job, comedy, stand-up, writing, where I'm actually enjoying what I do, man. Like, and I had to, I had to get out of the, that cycle of being a comic where, like, some people want to be a comic because they get to drink a lot, there are women around, or men, you know, depending on what you're into. And yeah. it's, like, just a party more so than it is about the craft. And I was there for a long time, you know? Well, I was just out mm-hmm. getting drunk, sleeping in my car nights in Chicago because I'm just <laughs> out. I would do a show literally <laughs> and go get in my car and take my shoes off and then I would wake up and it's the morning. You know what I'm saying? Like, it, 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 was not, it was not a good time, but I was getting good. I was getting yeah. better at, at yeah. up doing that, doing that time period. And now I'm at a point where like I'm engaged. I'm 40. I just turned 40, right? And my body Congrats. just can't take that can't take that shit like that right so now mm-hmm. i'm like all right i want to be a better comedian i want to be fucking good and i, and I want to also not be out every night so i can keep my relationship and keep my health better you know what i'm saying so like this is like right a, a good challenge for me in this space yeah man tell me about uh being at the rose bowl because i'm i'm i wanted to try to clarify what it was was it a a drive-in show uh the taping for the yeah. special, it was the first one that they had, they had ever done. I'm the first comedian to ever perform at the Rose Bowl, so you know now they have a lot of shows at the Rose Bowl now. Like I see the Comedy Store has like mm-hmm. you know yeah. the heavy hitters there, but uh, my special that they recorded on July 9th was the first time they had that comedy there. Wow! And I'm the yeah. first comedian to ever uh, perform for the Tribeca Film Festival. If they ever ask you some weird trivia like that, crazy! Wow, good to know. So that's why we had you, man. You're a, <laughs> you're a record setter. I love it. Yeah, uh, you're a the... legend, man. <laughs> I'm a Literally. fucking legend. Fucking legend. Yeah, fucking a legend, legend makes you sound like <laughs> old and not doing anything anymore. It's really like I mean, not a compliment. That all sounds the way. pretty pretty head on right now in terms of what life is. But yeah, I got you. Yeah. Yeah. I mean. So you're you're performing to people who've driven in and they're they're all enjoying the show in their cars. Is that accurate? Yeah. So yeah. the first few rows were mic'd up. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. you can hear people's actual reactions. So like if somebody was to say like he's not funny, like I would I would hear that through the speakers on stage. Or if I feel <laughs> laughing, I would pick that up. So yeah. it was it was just kind of weird to not hear everybody's. Reaction, but people would start honking if the joke was was really funny to them. You know what I'm saying? Okay. So, so, so you are like some applause breaks. You get like honk breaks. Yeah. Yeah. You ever you ever hear like, whoa, look, check out this guy's weird honk, you know, and do that whole <laughs> hacky bit. Like this guy sounds like this kind of honk. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like no, the has I... got the weird laugh. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's funny. Yeah, Anyone come with like a novelty horn? Like, do 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 No, no, no. I mean, I think if, if you really want that attention, like like that one guy who comes to heckle somebody, that would yeah. be the equivalent of a, of a heckler having like some annoying ass honk. A honkler. <laughs> yeah, it's a honkler. <laughs> Fucking Luke. <laughs> why, why does that make you mad? <laughs> I, I miss these puns. I, I really miss <laughs> yeah, you miss, like, it, I miss the disdain that comes with. <laughs> yeah. oh, I, I, hate, I hate them, but I miss them. So therefore, I love them. I love them. <laughs> That's great. Um, yeah, I, that, I I've noticed that with um, with Zoom shows where it's like you're not you're not really getting the, a genuine response or an audible response from the audience. You just got to see if like people are kind of like they move when they laugh on camera, and if their cameras, uh, you know, if I their Wi Fi is good enough. I refuse, man. I refuse. Yeah. I refuse to do those shits. Like I'm doing one on the 14th because my friend is getting it's his birthday. His wife hit me up. She's like, we're, we're, I want to do like a little set for mm-hmm. his. His birthday, his friends and family. I'm like, all right, but all outside right. of that, I, I hate Zoom. I hate online comedy. Like in terms of, right? Well, there's no audience. I'm doing a show on Friday uh, with Tony Baker, where mm-hmm. we're going to be outside with a, with an audience, and people have to get COVID tested 
mm-hmm. twice. Like I, I took my first COVID test, and then I got to get rapid tested on Friday. But it's going to be an actual audience there, and then we're going to live wow. stream live stream that to people who want to buy tickets. That's different okay. because it's like yeah. actual comedic energy. You know what I'm saying? But yeah, yeah, yeah like you get you just got a camera on. You know what? Something that's already it's happening. Things, mm-hmm. Tony Baker, friend of the show. Yeah. Cats are stronger than dogs, pound for pound. <laughs> Love Tony Baker. Pound for pound. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, you know, I, I specifically point at things with my whole hand because of Tony Baker. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> He's great. And he has, like, yeah. uh, blown, blown up so much over the last couple of years. Because but... oh, he lip syncs animals. Yeah. 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 And he found it. Yeah. And Isn't that so, crazy? What, what, what He's the need? first Sarah Cooper. <laughs> Wow. <laughs> Shots fired. <laughs> Sarah Cooper. I know Sarah Cooper. Um, oh, do you? I, I know her through somebody. Like, I mean, oh, I okay. I'm, like a, I'm, not, I'm not close with her, but. Oh, okay. That's somebody's like daughter that I know. Oh, okay. Randy. Mr. Cooper. <laughs> <laughs> oh, she's Mark Curry's daughter? <laughs> Luke, <laughs> on fire today. I, I, Dave is one is one of the people that will like begrudgingly go. You know that's great. That is good. That is that is. I respect it. Yeah, like, truly. Okay. I, I truly do. I'll give you that. Uh, man, life oh, is man. Uh, so much different now than I first time I came on the episode um, with you all. I think I came on maybe like. 2018? Like yes, two or three years ago. Fe- in February, person. February, January, some, I think it was like January 2018. I wow. didn't have a car. Good memory. Yeah. Yeah, now I'm no car. Around. Now I have now I have my Hyundai Sonata, you know, I'm out here Hell rolling yeah. in yeah. the streets. Which is a very good car. Professional yeah. writer, writing for Disney Channel. I love it. You know what's crazy about working for a children's television show is that um, this is really any TV show, but for for me, my I wanted to make the show funny. Not saying that it wasn't funny before I got there and anything like that, but like as a comedian, you know, you watch a lot of the sitcoms, yeah, and and they fucking suck. Like like they yeah. just are not funny. So yeah. you know, coming into this children's show. It's like, all right, man. I know we're, and this is not just for Raven's Home. These these shows they could be way funnier. Like like when you watch stuff like uh, what is one funny? Like like what Rick and Morty, Adventureland. I'm trying to think. It's just funny cartoons, Bob's mm-hmm. Burgers. Like like mm-hmm. humor humor that's like it's for the kids, but it's also not for the kids. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. Mm-hmm. I just think that that is what I really enjoy doing. Like coming with the jokes and. A lot of times, your, your showrunner will be like, no, Dave, that's not, no, we, we are writing for, we're writing for children, and that is not <laughs> to That's understandable. That's their job, and your job is to pitch those ideas to make it but better. It's, yeah. it's hard, though, because you have people who are above you mm-hmm. who might not have that comedic background, right? but your, your voice, people don't understand in the writers, room. it's a hierarchy in terms of like... You know, staff writer, story editor, co-producer, producer, executive producer, showrunner, right? So, yeah. like, literally, if Luke is is above me, and I say, man, we should make an episode about cats, right? And then they they might look at me like, shut the fuck up, right? Because like like you, <laughs> right? But if Luke, if fuck Luke, your if, cats. Right. There you go, Stu. Right. So if, if Luke is uh, a producer, he's like, let's do an episode about cats. They're like, yo, that's a great idea. And I'm like, I just fucking said the same thing five minutes ago. <laughs> yeah. But it's not about it's not about what you say. It's really about who says it in the room, man. And that's uh, that's the thing people. I really want people to to know coming into these writing jobs is like if you come in as a staff writer. Don't think you're gonna come in here like just being on some like uh, I'm gonna steal the show type shit. It's just yeah, you, you you will contribute yeah, and you will be ignored or you <laughs> might you know. yeah figure mm. out how to like 
you know, incept your ideas into someone higher up. It's it sounds like that has been something that's happened in the writers' room. What you're alluding to, have you had some success? Like you bring up something, and then someone who's higher up brings up the same idea, and then they're like, "Okay, now we're good to do this." Mm, it's a it's an art to this shit, man. Like, yeah, you really have to pitch your idea straight to the the person that it matters to. You know what I'm saying? Right. Like a, a, lot, a lot of times, as opposed to, because sometimes that person is not in the room a lot. You know, they're, yeah. they're out doing a whole bunch of different things as the showrunner. So sometimes it's just better to hold on to your idea until you can just pitch it to them when everybody else is watching, and then hmm. now you have like proof that this shit matter because the person who's is like mm. the number one on, on the on the totem pole was like yeah that's funny we should do that as opposed yeah. to because everybody's trying to get this shit off it's, it's, it's so competitive trying to like because you get right. more money for each episode you write like it's just people want the, those checks though yeah it's, it's very uh very yeah it's threatening their it's threatening not only their like status it's livelihood too yeah 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 yeah, yeah absolutely yeah everyone's trying to eat and um I can I can see that um, that dynamic happening in the the little amount of writing writers room experience I have the uh, I was curious what was something that you since it is a children's show not maybe not something that you were expecting to write for or maybe like when you had in your mind as a writer what you would write for what's something you didn't expect you would enjoy but you do enjoy from the, the this experience mm. actually I, I I would kind of dig when we would take um, this is before COVID, and we would have tape nights with a live studio audience of kids. Yeah, mm-hmm. and their parents are bringing them, and these kids would be losing their fucking mind, man. Like, <laughs> like, like, because it's a multicam show, so it's kind of like one of them '90s type type sitcoms. Yeah. Where, like, Do they have bring, a warm up, like, or like a warm up comic in the crowd? Yes, bro. It's, <laughs> it's, the, it's, it's someone it's, we know. It's, it's Lewis. It's Lewis Dix. It was, it was the same one who, who you may not know Lewis Dix, but he he worked on. All these other sitcoms as the warmer person. And the, the warmer the, person... Was he the Carmichael guy? Uh, no. Carmichael warm-up? I never went to a taping of the Carmichael show, so uh, I wouldn't know. But I bet you, probably yes. Skinny black uh, dude? Very skinny black dude. Older. It might be the same guy. Uh, yeah, old. Kind of bald? Yep, kind of bald. That's oh. definitely, the, it's definitely the same person. Okay, cool. Person. Yeah. Um, he's about... That's so he, funny. He's about 50. Yeah. 50, 50-ish. And... But they, give, they make like five... Five racks a week for doing that shit. You know what yeah. I'm saying? Like, yeah. for, it's not the best gig, but they're they're eating and they're eating well. Yeah, yeah. I do that shit. <laughs> yeah, I mean it's a, it's a, it's a real skill and it's I, it's hard and they do it for like four, five, six hours, two yeah. tapings. I couldn't do it. I don't have that bubbly personality like that. Where like I'm after a while, I'm just like, all right, man. I'd be great at it. <laughs> yeah, I don't have that ability I to like be mean to anybody. <laughs> yeah, you're nice now. So I'm uh, nice now. Yeah, <laughs> you're nice now. Yeah, yeah. That that's changed since you were last on the show. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I'm nice now. Fucking hilarious, man. Yeah, the the live tape uh, night. I mean, I, I've been to a couple studio tapings, and it's it's a fun vibe. I mean, it it feels like as close to what we get to do as stand-ups on a on a regular basis it shows you how thirsty everybody like everybody who comes to these tapings thinks that they're going to somehow be invited and like the the, the host the crowd host will be like yeah who can sing who and then people will be like oh shit i'm about to get discovered it's, it's my they, chance yeah mm-hmm. they come out and then they perform and it's very entertaining you know sure. whether it's good or bad but it's kind of like we live in a city where in LA, where everybody is here to be famous or for the, the they want to be somebody, right? So everyone mm-hmm. everyone thinks their Charlize gonna get in, it like discovered in line at, at the bank. Like that's how Charlize Theron was like discovered. It's like someone in line at the bank saw her and like cast her in a movie immediately. Really, just off off her look. Yeah. Wow. Mister F. I just remember yeah. that from. Uh, <laughs> From Arrested Development. Arrested, yeah. Oh, man. Um, but that's why I, I, I wasn't really in a rusty family out here. Like, I felt like whenever I had a job that would bring me out here, 
I would come out here. And and, and God willing, something happened. I got an opportunity to write um, on the show back in 2017. Now, mm-hmm. that, that was an eight-week job. Yeah, I had no, I had no backup plan. I didn't know what the fuck I was gonna do after that because I thought in my mind, I was just gonna keep working constantly, constantly, constantly. I d- it didn't work that way, you know. Things were were very tight, very, very bad. But mm. um, I see so many comics who I don't know how people do it, man. Like, you know, they, they they come out here and they say, "Fuck it, I'm just gonna I'm gonna move to L.A. without without that 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 plug." And it's just like uh-huh. for some folks it works, and then for some folks it's some people move to LA, they think it's their time. They've done all they can with their local scene and they either go to LA or New York and then That's real. It's not that. not not a good look all the time. It's not though. I remember it's... people I, I've seen people on Facebook begging for jobs and stuff. It's like, where do I work? And it's like, you know where there's a lot of work is your hometown. Back home. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> ah. yeah. I think right right now, like you think there'll be another exodus back into the city once things open back up? Because people have gotten the fuck out. I think there's going to be a huge surge of, you know, we, we missed two batches of Resolution comics. <laughs> and I think yeah. there's going to be a huge surge in L.A., New York, and even Chicago. Oh, stand I up? Think, yeah. yeah. I don't know if it'll even... And actors and everything. Like, yeah, it's going to be big. Yeah, I think uh, Tragic Times and uh, Desperate Times do definitely spur people to try new things um Mm -hmm. i mean i when i started comedy it was in the midst of the previous financial meltdown and that had happened in 07 and you know i started in 09 and so the the economy was still really bad and i think when the economy is bad i think it produces more comedians and you gotta laugh yeah uh, I don't know. If, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know if it's like a like a. It's just correlation or actual causation. But you know, I wouldn't be surprised if there's a lot of like TikTok and YouTube people that make their way out to LA and try and end up doing comedy stuff as well. And but I think a lot of our friends who have moved out, I don't know how many of them are coming back. But that could be good know. because that benefits other scenes if they continue doing comedy. And then we have friends all around the country. I agree with that, and I, I think that you know you can blow up from anywhere now, in terms of uh, the internet and mm-hmm. like shit like that. Whatever your lip syncing could be the next thing. I don't know that you have to be in LA to really. I feel like LA will find you, like like in terms of jobs and stuff like that. And I'm not saying that because I don't, I don't want people to come back. I just really feel like, why do you really have to be in LA? If all the auditions that you're going to be doing from like for a while at least are going to be via Zoom, we're not going to be mm-hmm. in person doing any auditions anytime soon. Or even, even a self tape. Yeah. Exactly. Um, even workspaces. You can be a writer from anywhere right now. Mm. On, I've heard you know, of some writers' room saying like you can write from anywhere, but when the when we're back, you got to be in New York or you got to be in L.A. But I wouldn't be surprised if you know a lot of shows they hook people up remotely. Do you know how much how much uh, more cost efficient it is to not have an office space where it's just like there's no room? Yeah, I can't so, imagine. You know, thousands like, of dollars a month. You're oh, not more than that because we would we would order lunch every day. Every day, you know, they would, they would, yeah, just go out and spend all this money on at least probably like a thousand bucks on lunch a day. Mendocino Farms and everything like yeah, that. Fuck yeah. yes, well, yeah, all the poke bowls. <laughs> <laughs> Who wants poke bowl? You don't like Mendocino Farms? It's just, it's just like the basic bitch shit. Like I, I, I see it. I've had it. Too it's much. a, it's a good sandwich. I like the Italian joint. I do. Not, not, not mm-hmm. gonna lie, but. That shit will make you fat. Well, that yes, shit. it's yeah. that's it's good. You know, yeah. If you're I miss doing uh, that. I miss eleven. You, you, did you ever ever go to eleven diner when it was open out here? No, no. no. Okay, that's one of the best diners. Wow, diner in Chicago too. It's, just, it's a Jewish, it's a Jewish diner. Okay, it's the shit, but it closed well, down. Test yeah. out. Yeah, I, I'm interested random. to see. Yeah, I'm interested to see what kind of restaurants come back when 
uh, because like so many, there's so many vacant spaces that are going to be taken up by somebody uh, when we're back out and about, and uh, I'm I'm excited to see what what that leads to. Um, you know what? There's a mac and cheese restaurant near me, and it's packed always. And I'm like, you guys are all losers. What are you doing here? <laughs> Risking That's not good to me. Mac and, mac and cheese. It's it's just mac and like restaurant. Just mac and cheese. Yeah, like I'm get. Down. I'm down for that. <laughs> I would rather have a box of craft than go to a <laughs> restaurant and get mac and cheese. How can you beat craft or just like yeah. a regular box? Oh, I. I've, the mid- I've, the Midwest ahead, is the the Midwest is the home of the fat shit, bro. And like, you know, <laughs> you you they have like macaroni with duck in it. Macaroni with uh, troubles and duck, like it's just right. Like, oh, it's, I'd it's, rather have, mm. I'd rather go to a fancy restaurant and do like truffles and duck, and then also get my and like have macaroni and cheese at home. Yeah, I mean that's that's a. I I think there's, I think because of you know people have had time to like think about like what we want in food service now and like how to put together stuff that's like more COVID safe. <laughs> Like the more restaurants will be designed where it's just like it's just a wit like a a window that you come up to and they just kind of hand you the food. I don't know how many sit down places are going to be back once we uh, once we all come back. I know people are excited to do that thing and people are a lot of them haven't gone anywhere. People just eating outside with everybody all the time anyway. No one gives a shit. Nothing's changing. That's Americans are too stupid and stubborn. Yeah, I've gotten too paranoid about it. I went to Austin recently uh and you know texas is open but they had outdoor outdoor um i'm sorry indoor dining was available and indoor dining is available in la now as well and i'm not really too worried about it man like in terms of as long as you're not like was three feet is, is the new thing now you know what i'm saying like three feet is the new thing three three feet is the new thing dr fauci said oh my bad we were saying six feet. It's really three feet. Okay, so, but if, if you're masked up and you're doing all that stuff, mm-hmm. okay. I mean, a lot of a lot of times we let we let our guard down when we go out and stuff like that. But I mean, I got my first shot was it last Friday. I think I'm gonna, the second one will be the 24th of this month. But I'm ready to get back out, man. I'm itching. Yeah. Put me in, coach. Yeah, you had the big C, right? Oh yeah, I had it in December. That shit was Trill. Me and my lady. <laughs> trill. Uh, I think we just did an age check on Dave Hellum for saying Trill. <laughs> that, that shit was Crumb. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Remember that word Crumb? Oh, yeah. Yes. Yes. Yes, yes you would get Crunk off Four Locos in my, in my day. Crazy that, drunk. That was the shit, boy. Because <laughs> you wouldn't drink it by itself. You have to add other liquor to the Four Loco. Yeah. And then your heart would really beat. <laughs> That's Get that heart pumping. Yeah. Feel all the caffeine and the alcohol working against each other. I was, Just I a was, civil war. <laughs> I was drinking the Four Loco one day as I was headed to the, to the casino in uh, Hammond, Indiana, the horseshoe. And I got pulled over by the cops. And I just threw my can of Four Loco across the uh, the the seat to try mm-hmm. to hide it. And he was like, I saw you. The cop was like, I saw you throw that can of Four Loco. Uh, <laughs> and I'm like, I'm going to jail. I'm going to get a DUI. He was like, look, man. <laughs> After he saw me throw the Four Loco across the, uh, <laughs> yeah. the, to the passenger seat, he said, where are you going? I said, to the, to the casino. He was like, all right, man, be safe. I was like, what the fuck is happening? That's the best <laughs> pulling over story with a black dude I've ever heard. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I was just okay. honest. I was like, hey, man, I'm just going to play some blackjack, you know. Yeah. If I get a, if I get arrested, I can't play blackjack, you know. <laughs> and he was like, yeah. <laughs> he was like, I feel he that. Was like, he was like, go. He was a white, he was a white man. And maybe some other black person... He beat up earlier. He felt bad about it. Then, <laughs> one for me, one for them. <laughs> yeah, it's like, yeah. I, 
I'm, I'm resolving to only beat up 50% of the black people that I encounter. Hey, man. Any improvement is improvement, okay? One, <laughs> one, black, one black life at a time. I guess. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, well... I think we're. I think it's time for a loot quiz. What do you think, Stuart? Or do we have a little more time? No, let's do it, man. Let's do a loot okay. quiz. Okay. So, Dave, this is a new segment on the podcast that we're doing. Uh, it's a it's a Luke quiz. It's a quiz all about me and. Uh, I, well, I don't have my Stuart. I don't have my Stuart corner on this one, but we're just going to okay. do. We'll do an Luke all Luke quiz. quiz. Just based. Uh, it's uh, questions, and you use your knowledge about. We're friends, so you, you'll probably be pretty good at this. And uh, you have unlimited lifelines, and the lifelines are whatever you want them to be, but I can also lie to you. <laughs> okay. What does that mean? What does that, what does that mean? So you can, you can uh, phone a friend or any, any lifeline that you want to do, or you can ask me what the answer is, but if you do, I can lie to you. Yeah, it's, Luke's a, not a reliable source, even though right. the, the quiz is about him. Mm-hmm. Okay. okay. You good? I'm good. Everybody settled over there? Someone walking around? <laughs> yeah. Say hi somebody, to the fiance for us. Somebody is walking around. <laughs> yes, that's good. Hi, hi Dave's fiance. Um, okay. Right, Question number it. one. They're multiple choice. Yep. And it's never D all of the above because that's for lazy writers. Yep. Okay. Number one. Who is Luke's favorite comedian? Is it A, Bilber Baggins? Is it B? Tig <laughs> no Tig Notary Public. <laughs> is it C? Bill Cosby Stills and Nash. Okay. Is it, or is it D? TikTok. So is it Tig Notaro? Cosby. Tig, tig no, no Tig Notary Tig Notary Public. Bill Burr Baggins. Okay. Bill Cosby stills in Nash or TikTok. Okay. Bill Burr Baggins? Dave chooses Bill Burr Baggins. Stuart? I am going to say I think Bill Burr Baggins is a good guess. But I think just on how proud Luke was of the pun he made, <laughs> I will say Tig Notari Public. <laughs> It is Bill Burr Baggins because, uh, it, I, you know, Lord of the Rings is good, and also I was on his show. That's fair. That's fair. All right. <laughs> Point goes to Dave. Yes, although they're all great, you know. <laughs> Dave, you got one point. How do you feel about that? I feel great, man. How did you feel, how did you, how did you feel when you uh, got to sit down and talk with Burr like, on that uh, interview? I didn't feel anything at all, really. He was... He was show mode and busy it wasn't a real connection and he he was a professional and very nice and everything but it was like it was fine and I, like nothing you know okay all right not in, not engaging didn't feel like a real okay. a real bond no not at all he was busy and understandably so and there were also like four cameras on us and it's like it was just a you know it's not a real get to know you atmosphere even though it's supposed to be so he didn't give you his phone number uh no he did not I, I I stole it from him. Okay. What, second question. Where is Luke's dream vacation? Is it A, In-N-Out Burger? Is it B, his own room? Is it C, volunteering at a hospital because he's such a good guy? Or is it D, the grind never stops? Ooh. This is tough. Uh... I'm going to go with D, the grind never stops. Mm-hmm. Stuart? Mm. So you got In-N-Out Burger, his, your room. Um, we'll see again. Vol volunteering at a hospital because he's such a good guy. Because you're such a good guy, right. Yeah. Um, I am going to say his room, B. It is B, his own room, because wow. it's so comfy there. It's nice, mm. and then I can, and then I'm still in town, and I can go work to work and stuff. Yeah, See, I've, 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 I was going to go in and out. Yeah, <laughs> I, that, that I mean that was a that was runner up probably. Yeah, 
I, and I the think grind, it, the grind always stops. You know what I mean? <laughs> the grind stops here. I feel like I got an edge on that because I did live with Luke for about five years. So, and I <laughs> yeah. know, and Luke spent a lot of time in his room. I'm yeah, sure I was. Did. I was either in my room or I was not. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, one it's of the true. two. Uh, okay, this uh, question three. What is Luke's deal? Is it A, <laughs> okay. really funny but also nicer than you expect? Is it B, can't, can't believe how nice he is for being this handsome? <laughs> okay. Is it Since C, pattern. he's cool? Or is it D, he's more... <laughs> <laughs> he's more athletic than expected while also being down to earth and funny I feel like a lot of he's more athletic than expected while also being down to earth and funny so I can go through him again A. he's really funny but also nicer than you expect <laughs> B. I can't believe how nice he is for being this handsome C. he's cool or D, he's more athletic than expected while also d- being down to earth and funny. I feel like a lot of these are very similar. Okay, but there's only one answer. Okay. I'm going to go with C. He's cool? Yeah. yeah. All right. Um, I'm going to say... Um, I'm going to say D, because that kind of encompasses a lot of the other answers but like it takes a little bit of everything like he's you know down to earth and nice but also more athletic than expected it really covers a lot of bases it's either you know, a they're, or c they're all true it's it is d because he is more athletic than wow. expected while also down to earth and funny I think it's, it's, the two, first... it's the two to one Stuart. the first time Stuart's ever been up yeah we've done a lot of loot quizzes and i've lost many times <laughs> maybe today's so, my day i've yeah. never seen you do anything athletic in my life <laughs> yeah, and and yeah, it's, I'm more than you expect. You never, you never came to pick up with us. We played comedian basketball, and I, I ran point. I'm court general, baby, floor general. See, if I knew that, I would have said that. I've never seen mm. basketball. Mm-hmm. Gotta I see, it. gotta yeah. see to believe it. I was an all star in two sports, and come on, man, I, I, I I'm there with it. I got hand eye. You don't know. <laughs> <laughs> okay. All right, last question, and this one is worth. Four points, so it, it's it's winner take all. Dave, you you still got a chance in this. You still got a chance. Well, thank you. Um, what is Luke's favorite TV show? Is it A, The Simpsons? And that's not The Simpsons. It's The Simp Sons, which is all about, you know, these brothers who are really into this woman online. <laughs> okay. Or, or is it B, Breaking the Band? Which is watching Breaking Bad and making the band playing at the same time. <laughs> is it C, boycotting the MLB, or is it D, or is it D, the the show on HBO about warring breakfast places, Game of Scones? Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, let's run through those again. Is it is it A, The Simp Sons? Okay. Is it B, Breaking the Band, which is Breaking Bad and watching Making the Band at the same time? <laughs> is it Boycotting the Major League Baseball? Or is it D, Game of Scones? Okay. I'm going to go with Boycotting Baseball. Okay, I'm going to go with um, Breaking the Band. It is breaking the band. Wow. Because, <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> it, I'm not a Republican. I don't care about Major League Baseball and whatever. Breaking the band. And it's also, it's two shows for the price of one, Dave. That, that is true. Stewart's first ever win. I, I wow. Think it's an honor. And Dave, you are a fantastic competitor. Wow, this is okay. truly historic. <laughs> I'm uh, I'm excited. I gotta. Who think we would gotta... think that watching <laughs> making the band and Breaking Bad at the same time would be your favorite thing to watch? That's that's not true. Yeah, sure it is. Why wouldn't it be? I'm not lying or anything for the point of a for the sake of a bit. <laughs> Oh dear. Well, this this has been very silly, and uh, uh, 
One of, I mean, a record, a record Luke quiz today. <laughs> yeah, banner, banner episode. Uh, <laughs> uh, Dave, it's been, um, it's been really fun catching up with you. Wonderful um, seeing man. you. Let's plug the special. Let's plug the podcast. Where, yeah. where can people find? Uh, the podcast is on iTunes, J's and Grays. That's J apostrophe S and G R A Y S. Because I have Jordans and I have Grays in my beard. <laughs> yeah. And the special DJ the Chicago Kid can be found almost everywhere except Netflix. One day. One day. Amazon One day. Prime, um, iTunes, Apple TV. Now, here's the thing. You got to rent the special or buy it right now. So it's like, it's not like streaming for support, free. Support the artist. Yeah, support the man. Give me, the, give me them $5, man. It's an hour yeah. of material. Um, yeah. I think it's pretty fucking great, to be honest with Dave's, you. Dave's one of my favorite comedians. I don't say that to everybody. He is one of my favorite. He's always good on stage. I love watching Dave. Yeah. And I don't Dave. like comedy. Yeah, Dave's a pro. So uh, go check yeah. that out. He's a uh, legend. Yeah, and if you are a mature <laughs> hype beast, check out Jason Gray's. Uh, <laughs> yes. <laughs> A mature hype beast like that is one. <laughs> that is going on, on, on my brand. Twitter yeah. on my Twitter profile. <laughs> Obese, mature hype beast. Okay, I, I love yeah. it. Yeah, and uh, and and check out uh, and check out Raven's Home if you're uh, if you got kids oh, or yeah. if you just you want to watch yeah. the Disney Channel. Yeah, this is Raven's Home, man. Yeah, Th- it, thanks it, for being on the pod, Dave. Yeah, thanks for being here, Dave. This was All great. Right. Thank you. Bye, what the fuckers. Yeah.